Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our first episode of Healing Life Wisdom Radio. I'm your host, Tiffany Windsor. This is a show that has been 17 years in the making, but we'll talk more about that later. Coming up on this episode, my first guest is my sister, Candice Licione, and we will be discussing the top-selling book, Liver Rescue by Anthony William. We're going to discuss how this new book is taking the healthy living movement by storm and prompting the celery shortages at your local grocery stores. Next up is my dear friend, Juliana Jules Avalar, who will be discussing the basics of essential oils and where to start. My third guest is my niece, Star Hall Egan, who joins us to talk about finding and living your soul's purpose. She's going to share what started her on the path of uncovering her soul purpose. Candace returns to discuss how to break old habits and help you recognize how they affect your health and relationships. And to wind up this show, we will join in a roundtable discussion about today's hot topics, and we'll take live calls with questions from our listeners. Do you have a notepad and pen handy? If not, go grab them, because there's a lot of information that we will be sharing. Plus, if you want to call in, take down this number, 929-477-3082. That's our live call-in number to use during our roundtable discussion. Once again, 929-477-3082. Don't go away. Healing Life Wisdom will be right back. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Healing Life Wisdom has been 17 years in the making. I went back into my records and found that my sister Candace and I registered the domain in March 2002. We never launched the site at that time, but we did work together to produce ebooks and printed booklets on healthy living. We held workshops at her store in Graysonville, Maryland. We have counseled women on healing, and we have held Healing Life Wisdom in our hearts for all this time. So as I introduce my first guest, she is so much more than just a guest because she is my mentor, my sister, the elder I turn to, and a very wise woman. I'm delighted to welcome Candice Licione. Thank you so much, Tiffany. So excited to be sharing all this wonderful information with everybody tonight, especially because we have the energy of a full moon lunar eclipse. <laughs> I know. How did I pick this date for, for the perfect launch for Healing Life Wisdom Radio? When I looked at my calendar, uh, this is actually my, our mother's birthday, and I thought, you know what, this is a perfect time uh, to celebrate her also, and I had no idea it was a full moon. It's a very, very big full moon. <laughs> so I asked Candace to talk about Anthony Williams' new book, Liver Rescue, because it's amazing how so many wellness issues are related to the liver. It's unbelievable um, what we don't know about our bodies. 
Um, I am going to talk more a little bit in the Liver Rescue book, but first I want to give you some background on Anthony Williams. This is his fourth book, and all of his books are absolutely life-changing. Um, his first book was The Medical Medium, which tells about his journey about being a medical medium, his guidance from spirit on healing our medical issues with good food, his information regarding the new mystery diseases like lupus, Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel, chronic fatigue, and etc., is absolutely amazing. His second book is Life-Changing Foods, which has in-depth descriptions of the fruits, vegetables, herbs, wild foods, and supplements for our health issues. He also goes into what not to eat. He's very big on dairy, um, not to eat dairy, bogs down your liver so it prevents the toxins from leaving the body. Eggs feed the viral explosion, especially for autoimmune diseases. Canola oil, severely damaging to the immune system. MSG, which is in over 50 different food items that you wouldn't know it was in. Corn, because the DNA has been altered and it's not good for us. Wheat, which we know, because they've tinkered with wheat and make it highly inflammatory to our bodies. And also, a lot of uh, products have natural flavors, which are neurotoxins. Tiffany, I just can't believe how we have not had this information till recently. I know, and I've been following Anthony William for years and years, actually, before he wrote his first book. And at that point, he was actually doing sessions on the phone. He does not do that any longer because he's become so popular. And I don't recall how I first learned about him, but I remember that he was spot on uh, as a medical intuitive about issues that I was aware of, that I had been challenged with, and how much he helped me, and it was phenomenal. And I forgot when I found these books that you had had the reading, and so I told you about this wonderful new book I found, and you said, oh, yes. (laughs) You know, two years ago I had a reading with him. It's like, oh, never went into my brain at the time. But he's, his, his information is so unbelievably fabulous. He does have a third book called Thyroid Healing, which has wonderful information for those dealing with thyroid issues. And his fourth book, of course, is his brand-new one called Liver Rescue. I found his first two books while I was researching to teach a class um, on food as medicine. I compiled the whole class when I stumbled upon his first book, dumped all my research, and started over. The beauty of his books, to me, they answer the questions that have perplexed me over everyone's health issues. The medical system doesn't seem to know what to do with all these mystery diseases we have now. The lupus, the fibromyalgia, the chronic fatigue, all these things, they're just syndromes. They're not even diseases. There's no explanation for them. Um, I've had comments on this book as, you know, it's a diet book. It's not a diet book. It's just information on really good, healthy eating. He goes deeply into the aspects of each food, how healing it is, how it affects your current health concerns. He explains which part of the body each food treats, the vitamins, minerals, etc. contains, which diseases and conditions it treats, which symptoms it treats, the emotional support it gives your body, and the spiritual lesson it teaches. I just found this information to be, again, this is a life-saving book, life-saving information. What's so interesting to, to me, let me let me just um, jump yeah, in here for fine. a moment, is that so many of the issues that he is addressing in this book are issues that are affecting so many people in our lives. And a lot of uh, people haven't been able to find answers, especially autoimmune disease. Absolutely. And they've been seeking and uh, skin issues. 
and they've been seeking. And to me, there's so many answers that are so easy in his liver rescue book. Oh, see, he, he answers questions you don't even need, you never even thought to ask. And the thing that amazes me the most is we really don't know how our body works, all the different organs and things, and we have no respect for our livers. They are so important, and we're treating them so badly. Your liver processes the nutrients from food, deals with the medicines, alcohol, sugar, toxic, heavy metals, chemicals you come in contact with every single day, and also your excess adrenaline hormones. Your liver separates the good from the bad. We are ingesting a ton of bad in our current diets. After your blood leaves your liver, it goes to your heart. When it arrives there, it should be clean. If your liver isn't keeping up with the toxins anymore, they aren't eliminated through your elimination system. They're just migrating into your intestines, colon, bloodstream. And many people are coming up with a condition called dirty blood at this point. They have so many toxins in their blood that their blood is dirty. Um, After reading this book, I hopefully will have people open their minds to how badly they're treating their body every day by the food they eat. I have people come in the shop all the time, and they bring food in with them. They eat lunch at 7-Eleven. They buy food from the dollar store. It is appalling what people are eating and and not getting them to change their minds. What is your take on that? (laughs) Right. Well, for those people who don't know, Candace has a a store in Graysonville, Maryland, and it's a, a craft studio, mosaic studio. She also has herbs and teas and has been teaching people beyond the 17 years. You actually owned an herb farm at, I at one yeah, point. I've been an herbalist for probably 30 years. <laughs> right. And so it, it, you, you're the, the perfect place to be able to observe what's going on. And, and when you mention these things to a lot of your customers and friends that come in, they, like, fight you on this. <laughs> They fight me all the time. They do not want to change the way they eat. It's comfort. It's something, but it's killing them. And literally the people that are walking in have lupus. They have fibromyalgia. They have chronic fatigue. They have usually multiple diseases. They're still not making the food changes and choices they need to make. And you've actually had this book out on the table at your store, right? I've actually read whole sections to these people. And they go, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, how, how good pomegranates are for you and why they're good for you and why you should eat them. Oh, well, maybe I should eat more pomegranates. Well, they haven't. Right. It's just amazing how stuck we are in this American diet that we are used to and uh, and how how bad it is. I don't so, think they really understand how bad it is. One of the things that I pulled out of this book that I thought was really easy that I've been sharing is this um, celery juice juicing with celery every day and because it's safe uh, most people understand what celery is (laughs) and um, Anthony goes to explain how and why it works and so whenever these days whenever someone is talking about a particular issue that seems to fall into this category which it all seems to fall into this the category of what this book is covering I'll say why don't you just add celery juice to your daily routine, and I think they recommend 16 ounces of it. it to me, it's just one big um, bunch of, of celery that I juice. And it don't it's again, don't it's not a diet. <laughs> you're not, not having diet, to change no. anything that you're doing it's at this point. It's food as medicine, right? 
And I think that everyone's missing the point. Your food can be your medicine. You don't have to take pharmaceuticals. Food is medicine. Right. And that can be very, very scary for a lot of people. And it, it, it shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be. And, and I see it all the time with people I talk to, and they have struggled so much with it. And, and these are people that are in the, the having the multiple diseases and that really, really need to start taking control of their life and their diet. And all they're doing at this point is taking more medications, which are making them sicker because that puts more toxins in that their liver can't handle. Right. Again, I recommend to everybody, if you can get anything out of the, the short chat that Candace and I are having tonight, yeah. take a look into just adding some celery juice every day. And there are some people that follow Anthony William who are on day 200 and something. I, <laughs> I find I can do about 10 days in a row. And then for things get in the way in the morning or just sometimes I just have run out of celery or I forget. And uh, all of a sudden my body will say, cleanse me. <laughs> and so I will get back into celery again. But uh, the, the, the changes in people's lives have been phenomenal yeah, after they have read this book. Yes. The other, just to, to sum this up, the other thing that I thought was so interesting is, is your liver goes to sleep at night and it sleeps to about 3 or 4 a.m. and then it wakes up and starts detoxing whatever you ate that day. Many people keep telling me they're waking up at 3 o'clock and they don't like that. But you wake up at 3 o'clock because your liver inwardly spasms, not outwardly, but it wakes you up. So it's telling you that your liver is starting to wake up, and when it wakes up, it starts detoxing. So it's best not to eat heavy foods from the time your liver wakes up at 3 till lunchtime because your liver will keep detoxing until you throw heavy foods into your system. Once you start throwing the big food like a regular American diet, bacon, eggs, and all that, it has to start producing bile so it doesn't do the detoxing it needs to clear out what you ate yesterday or what's backed up in your your body anyway. But I just think that's so interesting because so many people are waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I know. And what did I tell you? I had nights there with, I was waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> yeah. and, and you and I talked about that. I went, I did right. not know that. I did not know, and I've been waiting up, waking up at 3 o'clock for a long time thinking, what's wrong with me? Right. My liver was just waking up and telling me it was starting to work. So there's but so much more. I can't recommend more. these so much. They're, they're fabulous books. They are life-changing if you let them be. So just start, right. even, you know, like you say, change one thing. And when you see right. that works, go and, and start making other changes. Right. I know we'll be talking about this a lot more because there's so much more to cover yeah. on this topic about Absolutely. helping people to become healthier. So thank you so much for sharing this. And uh, it's, I encourage everyone to uh, head off to Instagram and check out Medical Medium and check out this book on Amazon because it really is a life changer. It absolutely is. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Candace. Thank you. Candace will return later in the show to talk about breaking old habits. If you didn't have a chance yet to write down our live call-in number, once again, 929-477-3082. Don't go away. Healing Life Wisdom will be right back.
As you listen to Healing Life Wisdom week to week, you will get to know some pretty incredible women who have been a part of my life for decades. Juliana Jules Avalar and I first met when I was hosting and producing the Aline's Creative Living television show back in the 1990s on the Nashville Network. We became fast friends, wrote beating books together, and our journeys since that time have taken us from the West Coast to the East Coast and back again, where we both settled in California. But no matter where we have been on our travels in the crafting world, we have always shared a mutual interest in wellness. I'm delighted to welcome my dear friend, Jules Avalar. Hello. <laughs> hey, Jules. <laughs> hey, how about it being Aline's birthday today? I mean, seriously. I Is that I know. cool? Pretty special. <laughs> you know, she um, made a big impact on, of course, her children. And yeah. you um, graduated the Aline's University. Oh, my heck. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. And I'm so, I just think it's so... Um, you know, serendipitous, you know, how, how we've got this amazing moon coming tonight and we're supposed to be setting our new intentions and letting go of things that didn't serve you, um, this beautiful new show. And, of course, there's Mama Aline saying, you go, girls. And yes, it's such a blessing. It's just super cool. And, yeah, she taught me a lot. She really did. Um, in addition to yourself and to your sister, Candy. <laughs> well, oh, my gosh, you have been so patient with us throughout the years of, Juliana, <laughs> you need to do this. You need to do that. Oh, and... my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I to... love, you know, every time I see somebody going for a soda, I just, <laughs> it's so hard for me not to tackle them because, First of all, I'll probably go to jail. But second of all, I will never, ever, ever forget being in, in Maryland, visiting with you and Candace. And we went to a Mexican restaurant to get something to eat. And I went to get a soda. And if the two of you did not um, just come in like mama bears and give me the what for. And I just didn't have any clue, you know, like it just didn't really ever dawn on me and listening to Candace about the the diet and everything I just I think in general um, we've we've been raised to be emotional eaters we eat to celebrate we eat to mourn we eat to satisfy um, things you know it's all a part of the addiction so whether it's food or alcohol or sex drugs whatever you know it is something that that uh, we need to talk about, and I'm super stoked that I get to pay, play a part in this. Well, and that's exactly why <laughs> I decided to start the show. I, I I kept hearing the message, you have to do a radio show. I could, you know, I get these messages, and I kept going, no, I don't need to do that. And I listened for a couple of months, and it's like, yes, because we have to keep the conversation going. We have to talk speak out loud so that others can hear that there are other choices, there are other mm -hmm. options, and it's up to us to speak about those options. And speaking of options, <laughs> Jules and I have followed, fallen in love with our doTERRA essential oils, and we're so excited to share how they might help you mm. and your family. Well, every time Candy was saying something, I was I was over here going, there's an oil for that. There's an oil for that. 
There you go. Here's your <laughs> Let platform. Just, yeah. Let's talk yeah, about here's it. Here's my little my little wand of oil. But um, yeah, so in alignment with with learning from yourself and from your sister, and um, you know, you really inspired me and enlightened me to think about self care and to think about alternative ways. So this has been a really long journey, very progressive. Um, a year ago, I I wanted to add a product to what to what I do. So in addition to everything else, I I specifically was interested in adding uh, what people would refer to as an MLM product, and part of that was because I was pa- I'm super passionate about helping people, women in general, to support themselves financially. And I thought, well, this would be super cool. So I started investigating and started looking at different products that were out there. And then my acupuncturist and Kundalini guru friend, Tara, um, posted that she was going to start adding doTERRA essential oils. And I was like, oh, that sounds delicious. Um, and so I signed up immediately and then the fires hit here in Ventura County and I really was able to firsthand experience the benefit of the oils. You know, we were diffusing breathe 24 seven because the smoke was sitting on top of the house. I was fostering little Frenchie puppies because my breeder had to evacuate Ojai. So I took a couple of her babies. Um, I would run the breeze, you know, right past their little noses to help support them. Um, And then I myself was just dousing, you know, in the breeze blend oil um, just to, to survive. Um, And so I very quickly started to experience the benefits of the oils. And so it, it really, it's been over a year now and, the reasoning has shifted so dramatically. Um, listening to people talk about their health insurance payments and what it costs them and their families to have health insurance every month. And I'm thinking to myself, well, my land, how, how does any human even, you know, even make that kind of a payment every month? It's just, it blows my mind. And and people don't understand, like, you know, if you just did a little self-care, if you listen to Candy and I'm listening to the things about the liver and the things that we can do with food and the hidden, hidden things that they are putting in the food, oh my goodness, you know, there's just so much, so much we could do. So, so the shift has just been falling truly and deeply in love with the little magic in these bottles and using them for so many different reasons. Um, watching my parents use them and heal has just been the biggest gift ever. Like that's you know that's been for me. To, uh, to, let me yeah. break in right here because yeah. <laughs> although I wish I would have been involved in essential oils when my mama was here because oh, I know gosh, I would have been totally. able to help her so much. And mm-hmm. uh, and and so I as I've listened to your stories about your parents who were hesitant, I don't know if, you, yeah. if, if that's the right word, but I, I, or even not interested or, you know, what can they do for me type of thing. And to hear the stories that you have shared about yeah. how they have, they ask you now of, yeah. uh, what they need and what's going on and how, how they've healed. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really, 
you know, for, for my mom, my mom was familiar with frankincense and mirth because they're mentioned in the Bible, like a bazillion times. Right. So these are for people who, you know, have a structured um, religious background and they really know the Bible, they probably, you know, these two different oils, um, may be familiar to them. So, so there was a curiosity and there was an interest from her standpoint. And then for my dad, my dad came from the old country, from, you know, the Azor Islands and, and Portugal. And so for him, all of this was just kind of like, what? And, and what do I do? And so he is a huge fan of Deep Blue. And we sell, we sell this ginormous bottle of deep blue that typically like, you know, like if you're a, um, an athlete or you're a, ma- a massage practitioner and you want to like make sure you never run out of deep blue, you know, it's like $160 for this ginormous thing. But my dad was like, I don't care. I want that. <laughs> and so, so he's like the deep blue fan and mama Beb is the frankincense um, fan. And she uses that for so many different reasons. She even turned her ex-husband onto it. Um, and so it's just been kind of fun to see their generation, you know, embrace this idea of alternative healing. And for me, that's, that's the biggest reward. So I want to touch back for a moment because what initially okay. led you into this was this, um, the idea of, of this multi-level product that you wanted <laughs> to identify. And right. I was shortly behind you in this because I had been involved with another essential oil company yes. where I never got mm-hmm. support and, and life got in the way. And so when you told me that you were doing this, it's like, I'm on, but I'm not interested, Juliana, in, in the <laughs> business side of this. And, and oh gosh, you know, so I really funny. dug my feet in and it's like, I don't want to have any pressure to have to sell products. And, <laughs> and so then the training started and I went, yeah. I love this product and I love oh these my people gosh. and I, know. I love the fact that they're promoting um, wellness advocates and, and mm-hmm. that these products are, are so good for you and can change so many lives. So while we're talking about this specific brand, because we believe in it tonight and I, I just want to let everybody know that I know we're going to have more talks about essential oils. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not here to sell you, to have you start the business, but that may happen. Right. Yeah. But we want to educate everyone to the fact that there are choices when you have a certain mm-hmm. feeling that comes up rather than reaching for something that maybe is over the counter, that right. there are different choices that you can make and we hope they work for you. And we hope that they're the first choice for you, but there mm-hmm. are other choices. There really are. And that's that. And so that really is what has evolved for me is that it has become a very organic process in which it is more important for me to help heal somebody um, or, or, you know, guide them to one of the oils to help them than it is to sign them up to sell stuff. You know, I get the biggest high from, when my, you know, my boyfriend, Steve, when his friends are like, call Jules and ask her what I need for this particular thing, I am like happier than a pig in mud. And, you know, they, they all seem to have problems with sleeping. 
And so I have like his whole crew on lavender, which is definitely an oil that I highly recommend you start off with because you can diffuse it. Um, you can apply it to you. It is the most delicious lavender smell ever. You know, it's just so good and so relaxing and super great for anxiety too. Like if you put a little behind your ears, it really will chill you out. And also when you mentioned about the smell of doTERRA Mm. lavender, I've tried Mm. a lot of different essential oils in my healing path. It definitely has a vibration and a scent. Yeah. That is different than anything that I have used that had a lavender label on a bottle. Yeah, it's really incredible. And I've, you know, uh, one of the things too that brought me to the oils was I was, um, I was coming into my power. (laughs) So I think it's AKA uh, pre-menopause or whatever the heck title that is. And I was really... (laughs) <laughs> I was really struggling with pain and, you know, starting to get a little hot. And, um, you know, I, I really, I really wanted to, to start to support that in a natural way. And so Clary Calm became, um, my goodness, like my best friend. And it really helped me with depression because I'm not a depressed person. I don't, you know, and I was like, why am I? What, what is this? What are these feelings? And so between, you know, and I just, I do want to make it clear that there's, there's several different modalities that I support myself with personally. You know, I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher. I'm a Reiki master. Um, I'm a soul art guide. And, uh, you know, I'm a lover of life and universe and God and the, and the oils and all of these other things are what I take and sit with to listen to, to see, okay, how does my body need to be served? Does my mind need to be served? So, you know, yes, I am completely surrounded by and covered in oils a lot, but um, they're a part of what helps me in my, in my self-care journey. Um, And so I just, you know, it's a big, it's, it's like listening to Candace, you know, like I'm super, I'm super interested now in understanding my liver better and how I can, what foods I need to stop, you know? Um, right. So, yeah. And, and, you know, there is a, of course, liver oil cleanse and it's called Zendocrine, something to help support the liver. Um, but yeah, I get, I get so stinking excited when I talk about this. <laughs> So uh, we're going to need to wrap up this discussion. We're going to talk more in the roundtable. But do you have um, one, two, three, five top oils? You're going to talk about that later in the show. Do you have? Yeah, you know, I would just say, right, if you you don't um, know what to start with, you know, peppermint, lavender, and lemon are three super powerful oils that can help you in a plethora of ways. Um, I am a huge cheerleader of the king, frankincense. I've been taking frankincense under my tongue for over a year now. Um, Super, you know, has helped me big time. And then what I would say is take advantage of my, uh, take advantage of me. I offer free one-on-one consultations where if there's something specifically that you need guidance with and support, then we can talk about it and I can, I can tell you what to do. 
or at least so, try. <laughs> other than other than calling in on our weekly shows to talk to you, how do our listeners get a hold of you? Well, they can go to my website. Um, I'm all over Facebook, of course. So on Facebook, I'm Juliana Jules Avalar. Um, on the web, you can you can reach me by my um, product name, which you know, Jewel Loom is is one of my products. Uh, Sacred Weave directs itself to the Jewel Loom. Um, so yeah. And, and, and our they, listeners can, just, they can go to healinglifewisdom.com and go to your page as one oh, as our awesome. featured guest page. And I have links oh there. I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to add a few because I think I'm hearing some I don't have on that page. <laughs> Who they all you? go to the same place. I think, you know, you and I are both a little URL crazy. So I know we, <laughs> we are. So Jules, um, hang around because I know okay. you are going to join us during the round table discussion and we're yes. going to talk more about essential oils. Mm-hmm. Thanks Jules. Thank you. If you didn't have a chance to write down our live call-in number, once again, it's 929-477-3082. More Healing Life Wisdom in just a moment. Don't go away. Sharing my wisdom has always started with my family members. I'm so excited for this next discussion because I recently followed my intuition and called my niece just to check in with her, and we started a conversation on finding and living your soul's purpose. The whole movement of Healing Life Wisdom is to get women engaged in talking with other women. I love Star's story because it all began when I followed my intuition and our conversation sparked something in her. I'm delighted to welcome my niece, Star Hall Egan. Hello, hey, Star. good evening. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. I was, I was listening to the show and taking notes. This is great. <laughs> good. Well, you're a perfect example of the purpose of Healing Life Wisdom's mission of getting women talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wait, well, I want to learn it, more about that. Tell me more. <laughs> well, do you remember when we were talking and you said we should be recording this because I was sharing as an elder, sharing my life, life wisdom with you and just giving you some suggestions You and started you on something that I know you want to share tonight that just about kind of the process that you went through. Yeah, absolutely. But I have to back up a little bit in time here. Oh, good. So, okay. You, so you're letting listeners know that you you um, called me, and it was it was probably I don't know maybe a month ago when we when you called me. But this really starts back to your your intuitiveness in my childhood. So for listeners on the show to know, my aunt always seemed to show up, um, come around, call me, check in with me just when I needed it. It was a little creepy, but it was always perfect. <laughs> it was Aww. always perfect. I mean, from just, this might be a little TMI for listeners, but from my aunt coming into my life when I was a teenager and, and, and taking me to buy my first bra, okay, because <laughs> I, I, I had no idea what a bra was. My mother 
didn't tell me. And my aunt's like, oh, it's time for a bra. Took me to, and just made me feel so comfortable and knew I was having problems, you know. And, and just to fast forward to so many other things in life that you have always jumped in at the, just the right moment. It's kind of scary. I don't know how you do it, but, but we don't need to dig into that, I guess, tonight. Good. But, but you called me a month ago, and a little less maybe than a month ago, and, I've, and I shared with you on the call, I've, I've worked since I, I say since I was nine because we're in the Lean family. Let's get real here. Um, just non nonstop. I've always worked. I've I was taught great work ethic from a young child. I've always been an entrepreneur my entire adult life, and I've I've joined companies here and there, and and I've done things, and I've gone I've I've gone through many failures. I've had great successes, but what it all came down to in this phone call when you called me is you know I'm also at a point in my life where you know I've reached successes. I married an amazing man, and and we have this beautiful farm that we bought um, up in Central Coast, California, and, and I'm working still in marketing. That's my career. And I was so stuck on my, my passion part. I wake every day, up every day, and I still do marketing, which I love, but, you know, how, how much can you love it? <laughs> I don't know. I love marketing so much. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I want to, you know, I'm, at a, I'm not going to say my age on the show. I hope you don't mind, listeners. But let's just say I'm in my mid life probably and I'm I'm now starting to look at what is my passion like what am I waking up to do because it's not going to be just marketing you know I mean helping companies and people and that's great there's definitely a purpose to that but what's my purpose and soul passion and and you just talk to me and I don't I haven't really even taken time with girlfriends or people in my life to stop and talk about that piece. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was so eye-opening for me. Well, you know what's interesting is I actually learned this from Candace, and and she says when you just stop and listen, the other person will tell you everything about what's going on. And so I definitely learned that from her and honed that as to listen and ask questions. You know me, I'm always asking questions. And so that night that I talked to you, I know you'd had, I didn't know it before I called you, but you told me you'd had a really tough night the night before. And I think things were pretty raw and you were pretty open about just talking. And so as we talk to each other and everyone reaches out to family and girlfriends after learning kind of about this, stop and listen to what other people are saying. And you're going to learn so much about them and just, feedback to them, uh, some thoughts and ideas and support that, that may help them that you had no idea that you could even share with them. So that's definitely part of what I do besides the intuitiveness. Yeah, that's, that's great, great advice. And, and for me, the point I was at, um, I, had, I, I had a lot going on, just piling one thing on top of the next and I did get overwhelmed. I was, you know, going through insomnia and um, just a quick, we have, quick we have side an oil note for that. Oh. I was going. Hey, I was going to get there. You just beat me to it. I want to know oh, the oil, Juliana okay. and Tiffany. Um, and I still, I've, I've actually suffered from insomnia for probably five or six years now. Where I kid you not, I sleep maybe three to four hours a night, and not healthy. I know that. I don't. I don't need to go there. But it's just my brain doesn't stop. And I also, I don't know if you know this, Tiff, but I, um, I have OCD. 
very bad. And so sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and um, I get into cleaning mode and we could bring my husband on for another call. It's, it's an interesting mode. Um, and is there an oil for that? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I do suffer from, from really bad OCD. And it, about 15 years ago, I actually went on a treatment plan and medications. And, and I went off it because it had really bad side effects. But um, it helped the OCD, but the side effects weren't worth it. But my brain does not slow down. And for those people that know me and my family, I just don't know how to stop. I, I always take on projects. I take on new clients, new work. I have an animal rescue um, at the farm. Like I'm always just taking on, taking on, taking on, but I have not stopped to look at what I'm doing truly and ask myself, is this your sole passion? And, it, it, and it, the answer is not going to come in tonight's show because this is a journey. Well, I didn't get the answer on the call. It was an opening, <laughs> an awakening, right? Right. But I just wanted to talk tonight about just kind of the discussion process that we had because anybody can do this this there there's there's not a magical part to this other than listening to what the other person is saying I had the chance to spend the day with star yesterday and one of the things that I did notice about you is you whatever's going on in your mind you speak it out there's not so much of a filter a lot of times we will like process and go okay (laughs) we'll say okay, that seems like a good idea. And we have this talk in our head, you speak it out. So sometimes you may have people around you who get very confused by that because they'll go, well, what direction are you going? What what does this mean? And they take every single word that you say as a direction. And, and so uh, I didn't share that with you yesterday. I'm sharing it here live. And that's one of the observations and it's, it, there's no judgment. It's neither good nor bad. It simply is. And, and yeah. so uh, we went through a kind of a, a creative process yesterday, yesterday and I was just trying to listen to what creative ideas that you had and you went in several different directions. And, and so to me, it was like, I love the creative process, but I think some other people could take it as I want to do this. I'm going to do this. And then there's just the appearance of it jumping around. So Yes, yeah. I am definitely guilty of being a jumper arounder. That's some good English for you. I also have shiny object syndrome for those out there that suffer from that. <laughs> I'm very well known. My husband knows it very well. Um, it's, it's just, I, I don't know what it is. And I'm going to blame the Aline's bloodline, okay? Because, uh, come on. We all in the Aileen's family have a, a little bit of this. I happen to get a lot of bit of it, and, and I'm sometimes very grateful, and other times, honestly, it's very painful. It's very, very painful to um, – I do always speak my mind with my friends and my family, and I, I'm always – you know, I always have eight, ten different creative ideas on a, any given day and, and trying to, you know, land on something or, or communicate exactly, truly what it is that I want to do. It's very, very difficult for me, but I think that – one of the things from our conversation when I hung up that I, I really, truly walked away from, and if there's nothing else that comes out of our interview than this tonight, it is slowing down and stepping out of myself. And that's what I did after the call because, as I mentioned, my brain doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. And, and I, I hung up the phone. I took a deep, couple deep breaths. I looked at what I did is I put what was in front of me as if it was like traveling on a highway right in front of me. And I, I call that stepping out of myself and I've kind of looked at everything passing by and, 
And that was very empowering for me because I slowed down enough and I had figured out how to slow my brain down long enough to look at what was in front of me and start pulling it apart and saying or asking what's important, what's not, what, you know, what is time wasting, what really moves you. And as you know, Tiff, already, like, then it's your fault, by the way, animals, <laughs> it is your fault, <laughs> animals, I, they are my soulmates. I mean, mostly dogs. I love all animals. Um, I don't love coyotes, okay? <laughs> but I, I love all animals. But dogs are my true soulmates. And, and I was raised around a lot of animals. My you, Tiff, you know, with your dogs and your love for right. horses and every animal that you brought on the farm or ranch when, when I was growing up really um, stuck with me. And so as I'm looking at everything I'm doing, and I'm starting to really go down the path of what's my passion, what do I want to be doing in life, definitely is there. I don't know what the next steps are, but I know that they're, they're there. That's, they move me. They, they, I have five dogs, as you know, um, every, every single one of them with a different personality, and, and I have a different connection with each. And every single day they add such beauty and love and amazingness to my life, even though some of them are a pain in the rear. I still love them, <laughs> and, and I still have a connection with them. So – I stepped out of myself and I, and I went silent. I, I, I forced myself to go silent and that's what you helped me do. I, I also have to be honest, I haven't done it since that call. <laughs> so it was a great one day moment. So maybe it's like a weekly practice I need to commit to or these calls and do it with you. I don't know, but that really helped me. Well, and honestly, it just takes that first step. The baby step is always the hardest, that first step and that's perfect. To me, you just tonight just talking about that to say, this is what I got out of that call. Because I know this wasn't an interview about this is my sole purpose and, and this is where I'm going. Because honestly, it changes for all of us. And so that's perfect to know that's what you got out of it. And we can all use that advice. Slow down. Slow down our thinking. Be quiet at some time in the day, pick a day, pick a time in the day star where you can do that and make it a daily practice. You mean when I don't have five dogs that need me, two pigs, six chickens, a cat, uh, a husband. <laughs> okay. You, okay. You come first. Full time and <laughs> you come first. And that's you. There you go. There's a segment in itself, you know, putting yourself yes. first and, and my whole life I, really much haven't done that. I mean, I've raised three kids and um, it hasn't been me first. And, and it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to, you know, some people call it selfish. I mean, there's so many definitions for it. And it's uncomfortable to, to at least it is for me, to sit back and say, okay, what do I want for me? What am I going to do for me today? What's going to move me today? Or what is my sole passion? They're all uncomfortable questions. Um, and a very uncomfortable place to visit because it's not habit for me. I've never really done it. Um, I've been selfish in my life in other areas. I mean, truly selfish, but but not in the way that, that brings light and love and peace into one's life. And then that's where I'm at on this path. And, you know, I work 80, 90 hours a week sometimes, actually pretty much constantly. And to remember to have that slowdown, maybe talk about suggestions on what can – what can, what are some triggers or some things that someone can do to remind self of slowing down? Because I'm just constant go. And so we did this a month ago. I hung up the phone. I did it. I lived it. And I was 
in it for a good 30 minutes after. And I even put Nora Jones on the background. It was beautiful. But what what can one do to remind? Because I haven't reminded myself since then. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that a topic of today's roundtable discussion. I know you're not going to be a part of it, but that means you're going to have to come back and listen to tonight's recording. Uh, I know you have another oh, obligation will. and you're going to have to hang up, but uh, I want Candace and Jules to talk about that also. Uh, and it's really good that you're bringing it up because it is an issue, especially with women, it, that uh, we don't put ourselves first. So that's, that's perfect. Before we you have to take off, I do have um, a request for you because I want you to give a plug for your animal rescue. I am the, uh, the recipient <laughs> of two beautiful rescue dogs that uh, I saw on your social media that it's, as I mentioned to you yesterday, it took me a while for us to all love each other. <laughs> and and I have these two beautiful senior dogs that I adore that are my family now. So give, give a plug out to your dog rescue because I do know that you have a couple of dogs that you're trying to place right now. I do. Thank you. And by the way, your two guru um, and karma, like I, I saw them yesterday and they're the cutest little senior nuggets I've ever seen. <laughs> they're just adorable. And by the way, listeners, they smell like essential oils. Just saying. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like my aunt Tiffany. So, I laughed when you so told just, me that yesterday. Oh, Obviously, it's from all the hugs that I'm giving them. It has to. It has to have been. It, it, they just. And I felt back, and I went back in the house to my stinky dog. <laughs> so, no, it was it was really a treat to see them, and and you adopted them. Just I cried for hours the day that you picked them up and adopted them, and that's my that's my full connection. I just like I'll see a dog video or commercial and forget it. I'm gone for five minutes, just crying. <laughs> in the corner. I, I, I just have such a connection with animal souls. And so our rescue, when I say our, my husband, whose name is Jude, my name being Star, we named it Just Farm. So J-U from Jude, S-T from Star. It's also stands for justice. And my husband's an attorney. And we bought a farm a year ago, six acres, as I said, in Central California on the Central Coast. And it's, it's a farm in progress. We have no flipping idea what we're doing. Let me be clear there. Okay. So we we tried to put a pig pen in uh, two weeks ago, and it was comical. We should have had our own reality show, and it's a little uneven and whatever, but it works, okay? So Just Farms is in Napomo, California, and you can follow us on our Instagram, Just Farms, or uh, our Facebook is Shop Just Farms. We have a little shop online that raises funds for the rescue to rescue animals, and I do have officially tonight nine rescue dogs coming in this Thursday. I've already rehomed four of them through massive calls and texts today on the phone um, because I have an adoption list of of people in the community looking for certain dog breeds. Um, So we have those coming in this week. And I I, got to tell you, I told my husband and I, I said, I have to stop following these kill shelter pages because I'm following them. But I see these stories and I know I'm only one person, but I want them all. Like these dogs to me, They are the most peaceful energy, the most loving, unconditional beings on this planet. And the fact that people are killing them and mistreating them, and it just, it hurts my soul. And so that is the farm we have. Please follow us, you know, reach out to us, you know, keep in touch with us, whatever. If you're looking for a dog, I rarely do other animal rescues just because I don't know a lot about other animals. I just know I love them. Like I rescued a couple, um, a sheep this year, and a, a weathered goat, and, and that was challenging. 
<laughs> so I'm going to stick in my soul wheelhouse here, but, but Just Farms is, is our mission, and we're still building it. We still don't have all the kettles built and everything we want to do. It's a process, but we're here. We're trying to do something. I appreciate so much the, the work that you're doing to rescue these dogs, and I'm so proud of you for doing that, and it's great work. It's your fault. Thank you. <laughs> I, I will take responsibility <laughs> for that. Thank you so yes, much for joining Healing Life Wisdom tonight and opening up and sharing and being honest because it's with honest conversations that uh, we are all going to grow. This is great, and I just want to say one more thing, Tiff. I'm so glad you decided to do the show because – Women need to spend more time together. They need to talk more. They need to help each other. And my favorite quote, I just want to end with this, is, is uh, Madeline Albright, which is, I'm going to use a little curse word, but women that don't help, help other women, there's a special place in hell for them. And I truly believe that, that women need to connect and come together and help each other and, and bring our powers together. I mean, imagine what we can all do with shows like this. So thank you. It's perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope we can get you back in the weeks ahead because we're going to be here every Sunday night talking. So we look oh, forward to back. having you I'm back. I'm going to be on the, the liver detox, the essential oil. <laughs> I need all that in my life. I'll be back. Thank you okay, so much. Thank you, dear one. I love you. Bye-bye. I love you too. Don't go away. I'll be right back with more Healing Life Wisdom. When I was recently chatting with my sister Candace, she shared with me a discussion that she had with one of the customers at her store who was really stuck in some old patterns. So I thought it would be great to share with you her thoughts on how to break old habits. I'm delighted to welcome my sister Candace back on the line. Hey, Candace. Hi. Glad to be back. Um, we are seeing a lot of um, bad behavior in our lives and in our world at the moment. Yes. And I see a lot of people come through my shop because we do herbs and we do art, and so we have evolved into an informal art therapy place, and people spend a lot of time with us, and they work on their art projects, and they become regular, so they're for long periods of time, and we end up knowing their whole life and every secret they have. They just come into my shop and confess everything, <laughs> They open up, they come in, and they'll start crying. I, I think it's something in my aura or something. I don't know. It's kind of a sanctuary, but people just let it all out there. And that's where I realized what we were just talking about, women need to talk to women. They don't realize all women are going through the same things. We have the same issues. We have the same problems. And we think we're the only ones going through it. So we really need people to talk to people. People are so overwhelmed by their life and their issues and have no idea what to do. Um, what I've really noticed is people are so stuck in the past and they're reliving it over and over in their lives. So and one thing you I had really a, and you had a customer that came in and just started talking to you and I, it's like, oh goodness. I had a lady come in who came in, brought her granddaughters in. She was in her sixties or so, and she. She asked me a, a herbal question, and I answered it, and then she said, you know, um, my sister, my sisters and I fight all the time, and this lady's in her 60s. And I said, well, why? She said, because they won't stop giving me advice. And I said, well, why is that a problem? 
And she says, because we get in a fight every time, and I get mad, and they get mad, and, and whatever. And I said, well, did you ever think about just saying, thank you for the advice? And she said, no. I said, because that would stop the conversation right there. It wouldn't go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. You just say, thank you for the advice. You're not going to say, I'm going to take it or not. Just thank you for the advice. And she said, I don't know how to do that. And I said, well, maybe just when it happens, stop and try to come from the different spot. Don't come knowing that she's pushing your buttons and that this pushing the buttons thing started in childhood. And we all have things from childhood. Um, When we were three to five years old in our families, we figured out whatever it was we needed to do to survive in our particular family. And so we made decisions at three to five years old about how life works, and we have taken this into adulthood. Um, I know we have an interesting family dynamic in our family, and we had a very strong mother figure. And we each, uh, there were five children, we each had our own way of dealing with the dynamic, but we made decisions of how it was safe to be in your world with what you knew then. And so now we're finding people taking that into their adult life. Are you seeing that in places? Just well, absolutely. And you know what? I'm I'm actually seeing that a family member is is waiting on the switchboard. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring her in, and I'm not asking okay. her in advance. But our sister Heidi, I see, is called in. So, okay. uh, Heidi, let's see if you're there. Hey, Heidi. Hey there. Can you hear me? <laughs> So I wasn't, I was, I didn't know you were going to call in and I, I wasn't planning on putting you on the spot, but if we're talking about our family, it seems like you should be a part of that conversation. <laughs> I'll just listen. <laughs> so, you know, definitely, oh, go, go ahead, Heidi. No, I definitely agree with, with Candy is that we, you know, especially in our family that we each had, you know, something different to deal with. And I think it was to, I think it was even depending on the, our birth, the, you know, where where we were. I was the middle one. Candy was you the oldest. You were the crier. Yeah. You were the crying so, one. Uh, <laughs> but I think definitely we all have that challenge. And I still okay. cry if somebody yells at me. <laughs> so, so, Candy, when you gave this that advice to, to the customer, did she have an aha? I don't think so. But maybe the next time that they, the sisters start with that, maybe she'll have the aha then. She was so so stuck in this pattern. This, this is childhood pattern. This is whatever her sisters and she did as, child, as children. They had this thing of, you know, pushing each other's buttons and giving advice and, and, and fighting and, and sibling rivalry. So never realizing that they've taken it into their adult life, and it's so silly and it's such a waste of energy. So I'm, I'm hoping she had an aha at some point, or she will, but I don't know that she did at the moment. But at least she, she brought it up. And then the people that were in there at the time, we all discussed it, too, with whatever's going on. People give, you know, give their advice there, too. Um, but it's very interesting. And, and another thing, I, I don't know who said it, but a lot of times if somebody asks you something and you don't know what to do or they put you on the spot to say, just you know, just let me think about that, and I'll get back to you tomorrow. So you don't that's commit, really you don't get upset. Right, that's you, good advice. You can take 
time and think about it tomorrow and then get back to them. I think that's really important. So it sounds as if the best advice that you have for somebody is to try and change their thought in that moment because they don't have any tools to change the pattern. And you're saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like what Star is talking about, it's like take a breath yeah, and, take a breath. and be open to see how you can change the pattern. You know, we can't change other people, but we can right. change our reaction to the situation, and that's a big one. Right, and people are always pushing your buttons, but it's because you let them. So when you realize somebody's pushing your buttons, you can control it by not reacting. But most people get very upset, and you know, the minute that buttons, buttons push, it's something your mother did or something happened in your family earlier, and you, all, you just come up with this huge reaction, and you don't need to. You need to say, I'm, I'm in control of this. I'm an adult. I do not have to act how I did as a child and react with, you know, hurt feelings and all that. So it's um, it's not easy to do, but I think once you realize you're doing it, I think you can fix it. Changing your self-talk and, and talking um, and not uh, – minding your own business would be really good. <laughs> Too many people are in everybody's business. And they are also topic, you know, telling people what to do all the time. Um, it's amazing what what's spoken out to people all the time, the negativity that's going on in the world, the, the fighting with everybody and everything, the complaining. Um, it's unbelievable. It, it is. And, you know, I have to be careful of that because I get, like, these thoughts and messages in my head and I will speak them. And I know that I have upset my sister several times in past <laughs> years by speaking what's on my mind. And uh, it's so sometimes it's difficult for those of us who feel like we have something to say to filter yeah, it. But, but also so, you are pushing our childhood but, buttons. So yes, whenever that imagine happens. that. Imagine yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, and then we need to realize that she's just pushing an old button that's not valid anymore. But the emotion comes up because it triggers something within you. So... You know, when that happens, okay, okay, you know. Sometimes, and sometimes she's saying, um, I have a customer who's who has a problem with her daughter and things and, and being disrespect, disrespectful to her mother or whatever, and I said, tell her she's being disrespectful. Tell her that you've hurt her, she's hurt your feelings. Oh, and I'm like, permission? Yeah, you can go do that. Say, I'm so, you know, you hurt my feelings. And then you won't get in, you know, otherwise you just internalize it and you get hurt and you, this bubbles up inside, and then you get anxious, and then you go through all the other things. And so you can control your life by controlling your um, responses to things or your feelings, your emotional response. Right. You can break those old patterns. It, Absolutely. The problem is people don't realize they, they are doing it. Once they mm-hmm. realize they're doing it, that it's very easy to start catching yourself in these instances so you can change. Right. So as we wrap this up before we go into the roundtable discussion, Heidi, is there anything that, that you want to add? Or uh, I, It's lovely that we have all three sisters together. There's five <laughs> kids in our family and um, <laughs> celebrating Mama Aline's um, birthday. Um, <laughs> and uh, anything you want to share? Well, actually, I was late coming on because I was also celebrating my husband's birthday today. Oh, oh. that's right. Happy birthday, <laughs> husband. <laughs> so I didn't get to hear the the whole thing, but, but I, I will ask a question right now. Since I didn't get to hear it, is it is it available 
someplace that I can hear it later, or is it just is it just when you hear it live? Perfect question. What you can do is after the show is done, probably about an hour after the show is done, you go to either HealingLifeWisdom.com website or you go to our page at BlogTalkRadio.com slash HealingLifeWisdom, and they have archives of our shows. So this whole show is recorded, and you will be able to listen to all of our words of wisdom. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) And thanks, thanks so much for asking. So, Candace, yeah. um, hang on the line, and we're going to just take a brief break here, and we're going to come back for our roundtable discussion. So more Healing Life Wisdom in just a moment. It's time for our roundtable discussion. So let me push my buttons here and bring Candace back on the line and Juliana back in the line. And I see that Heidi's still hanging around, so I'm going to bring her back on the line. And this is the time where our listeners can call in and ask questions about any of the topics that we talked about tonight. And I'm going to start the roundtable discussion and one of the things that was interesting, a um, couple of things, uh, listening to Star talk about not putting herself first, me first, I want to put that out to Candace uh, and Juliana, whoever wants to take this first, about what, how do you feel about that when you hear another, another woman say that? Uh, I hear it well, all the time. Mm-hmm. Most women don't put yeah. themselves first, so it's, <laughs> it's a, that's a very large problem. Yeah. Well, I think that, yeah, I, I think that we're just, you know, we haven't been given um, that tool, right? You know, we're raised, you know, by women who, you know, outside of Aline, (laughs) who is, you know, very different um, for her, her generation, you know, so I... I think if you put yourself first and take care of yourself, that you're just so much better for everybody else, right? Like you can't, moms, you know, we just drain ourselves until there's like nothing left to give. And then we just go bat poop crazy over the littlest of things because we've not taken any time to like refuel and, um, you know, I am seeing um, more mommies talk about taking time for themselves and and whatever that might be, whatever self-care might look for them, doing that because they know that they won't be a good human, a good mommy, a good, you know, partner, friend, daughter, what have you. And it's hard. It is hard. Um, I've had to go through a lot of that and set boundaries with people, um, family members, and that's probably the hardest to do. And to just realize that if I don't take care of myself and my mental health, that I will be a hot mess. And that is not pretty. (laughs) So, you know, you just um, uh, think about, because I... So um, I think this makes sense. So 
I right now am looking at my seven-year goals, right? And where do what do I want to do, and where do I want where do I want to be? And one of the things that I really want to get clear on is my health, what I put in my body. So I'm I'm really wanting that. And so I I look back and I think, okay, well, what have I accomplished by um, something similar and you know, I stopped drinking. Um, I was, you know, gosh, I don't. I it's been since I started Kundalini Yoga teacher training. Um, up until that point, I was getting, I was back into that mode of like every night I was drinking wine, and I couldn't function the next day because I was suffering from the aftereffect of the sulfite, so my head was killing me. Um, but every stinking night. I was drinking, I was drinking, I was drinking. And, and your toxic was, liver. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Who needs celery juice? I do. Um, but I just got to the point where it was like, you know what, I can't, I can't function, I can't think, I can't focus, I have to stop this. So I did. And um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like some people think that they can't, put themselves first, there's just no way, but try to think back to maybe like, was there something you accomplished? Was there, because now I have to pull on that strength because now I want to be better at the rest of the stuff I'm putting in my body. I want to listen to Candace and I want to read more about, you know, the liver the book. And I, I want to, I really want to get away from dairy. And I think to myself, I am such a cheese hoe. Like, how, how am I ever not going to eat cheese? So I have to remind myself, well, you stopped drinking wine, and that was pretty, that was huge. There so, is vegan cheese. Yes. And some of it's good. Yes. Yes. So, you so don't they have make it, of, Yeah. They make it from cashews. Just reflect, just reflect on what you, there has to be something, you know. There has to be something that you've accomplished. It's something tiny, something big. And then just keep focusing on that self-care because it's super important. This journey of wellness is not about lacking something in your life. It's not about, oh, I can no longer eat dairy and I'm deprived. There's Miss Juliana. Um, There's other things that start filling your body and soul. And so. Yeah. Well, I don't drink, you know, that's true. The whole thing. So when you get away from certain things, you go back to them, they don't taste good anyway. Exactly. Your whole palate changes. Your whole sense of, of, of taste and everything changes. And you get so you don't miss most of it. Right. Just a few things. But, you know, and then occasionally you have something that you love. But basically if you have really good eating and have a clean body, all the other stuff, the, the mental and the, Mm-hmm. emotional things just fall into place because your body chemistry is balanced and we are so out of balance in our body chemistries. Yes. So I'm going to just pop in here because we had a lot of callers that were waiting on the switchboard when the show started, but nobody's okay. called back. So oh. if anyone <laughs> wants to call in and ask any questions, I'm just going to throw out the number again. It's 929-477-3082. We'd love to see what you want to talk about, what questions that you have. So, okay, back to you, girl. 
I but lost track where is, we were. <laughs> right. Well, this is a really important discussion about, and Juliana, thank you for being so honest about the, the part of your journey of things that you felt weren't serving you and mm-hmm. that you decided to let go of. And it can be so hard to do that because we're so stuck in certain things and dependencies on certain things that we think we're dependent upon and we're not. Yeah. You just, you feel better too when, when you start cleaning house, you know, when you start cleaning your temple and um, it, it helps you to think about self care first you so that you can then be better for everybody else. Um, so I, t- I take it serious now, <laughs> and I don't feel selfish about it at all. Candice, what did you want to add to that? Oh, I was going to, and as you go through your issues and your journey, then you're able to help people that are coming along with the same issues. I've been there. You know, I've done that. Here's what you can do. You're so much yeah. more help. That, um, they have to know that it's possible because it doesn't. Most of this yeah. healing doesn't seem possible to most of the people anymore. They want a magic pill. They want it to work an yeah. hour, and don't make them change a darn thing in their life. <laughs> yeah, it's very that, hard to get them out of that mentality. That's not going to happen. <laughs> there's, no, there's the honest truth. Not going to no. happen. You have to work on yourself. You have to be willing to make changes. And, but again, like I said earlier, it's baby steps. It's okay. It's yes, just it's pick okay. one, mm-hmm. one little step at a time. Yeah, so, don't be so hard. Don't be hard on yourself either, you know. No. It's, it's so it's easy. It's a journey. To, yeah, to beat ourselves up and to try to be perfect in all these different ways. And it's not easy. It's not easy raising children, you know, they're no matter how old they are. You know, Josh is 27 now, and I still, you know, um, want to be a great mom and listen to him and help him and, you know, you just do the best that you can, but it's super important to take care of yourself so that you can be have a clear head. It it was interesting for me to decide what we were going to put on tonight's show, this premiere episode, and and I know in the weeks ahead we have a lot of the we're sharing a lot of the basics that we started with, whether it was basic books we started with. So it's interesting to me how we're talking about the liver rescue book tonight, how we're talking about essential oils. You know, how we're talking about the steps that we can take right now. We're giving you the best wisdom that we can right now, some easy steps that our listeners can take to start changing their lives. Essential oils, celery juice, um, eating clean food. It's, uh, it, it's, it's the easiest thing that we can tell you tonight to take a moment and take care of yourself. Yes. <clears throat> if you don't so take care I'm, of yourself, all you're putting is all your energy into your illnesses. You have right. no energy I'm, for life and for your purpose here. And it's as simple as changing what you eat. <laughs> right. I'm going to let you two yeah. chat because I have some uh, callers that are holding on the line. Okay. Let me just check in with them and okay, you good. two go ahead and, and chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, um, I think you're right, Candy. You know, it's, I think a lot, like, about, you know, we're, we're always working on ourselves. And as, as we help 
to heal others, we're healing ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, that that really has been something that I've been awakening to lately. I've always loved helping people and have always wanted to do that. But I don't think until recently it really connected in my brain, like, the more healing you do, the more you heal healing. yourself. Yes. Yeah, and that's just so... Um, if you kinda, heal yourself, then you heal yeah. your, take the healing out to your family, to your community, out to the world. Yeah. And it just works on all levels, but it's so difficult for people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Humans do not like change. They will yeah. do anything not to change. And isn't it interesting? I mean, where is it along the way that as a society we have, if you think about it, like what the heck happened? You have like all these people, all these people who need healing and it's like, what happened along the way that so many people are in the situations that they're in that they need to heal from eating disorders and addictions and anger? There's, it's kind of bizarre. And when you step back and you think about it from that standpoint, like 100 years or more, of course, lifetimes of, uh, of stuff, that needs to be healed. Hey, girls, I'm back on the line, and I'm going okay. to bring one of our callers on the line. Her name is Karen, and let's yes. welcome Karen on to Healing Life Wisdom. Hi, Hi Karen. Hi. I don't have any questions because I can always ask my questions to Candace personally. <laughs> but i just like to say that I have benefited tremendously in all aspects of my life by becoming associated with Candace and Y River Designs. And Karen, go ahead and mute the, the show in the background. Oh. Because we're hearing it play in the background. Go ahead and mute it, if you would, please. Oh, I just did. This is Perfect. Okay, there you go. Do I have to start all over again? No, we no. heard everything you said. That's adorable. Hi, Karen. Hello, hello. Now, you know, and also, I think this is the first time in a very long time that I have sat without anything but listening to the radio or the computer. Oh. And it has been so relaxing and informative and quite delightful and Thank I found you. that you don't you don't need um, solitaire and you don't need the TV and Aww. you don't need Instagram so, um, I love it of course I'll, I'll check all that later but it, it really has it, it has been um, quite informative and delightful that's the only thing I can say, it was been a delightful hour and 19 minutes. We're still working on Karen and her eating, but she's doing oh. much better. <laughs> I am doing better. You are doing you better. Know, I only have a soda once every two or three weeks, and and right. even when I drink it, I think, oh, God, there's bugs in here. Worse than bugs. I'm just... This has been very relaxing, oh. and 
Thank um, you so I much. Will. You're welcome. And let other people talk. I've talked enough. I could go on for a very long time. <laughs> well, we appreciate you Anyhow. calling in, and, and we look forward to you joining us on Sunday nights and having some mm-hmm. relaxing time to yourself. Yes, and I will, and I'll make some tea. Thanks for calling, Karen. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. So speaking about tea, Candace, one thing, and it looks like we have about nine more minutes, and we can actually talk beyond the nine nine minutes. It just doesn't record, so I want to keep in the recording time. And in the future, I'll... I'll make sure that I reserve plenty of time so that in case we go over. But, Candice, you actually have a beautiful line of teas at your store, and you have formulated teas based on Anthony Williams' recipes. Yes, I have. He gives recommendations for herbs and um, and spices and teas, and so I've made up um, a whole line of teas that we sell in our store that, you know, it's like post-traumatic stress, ADD tea, Lyme disease tea, um, wow. anxiety. Um, I have a list here. Let's see. Yeah, and it's very specific uh, recipes that are fabulous. And Candace sent huh. me out like a sample of all of them. And there were only certain issues that I was needing to address at that time. And I think yeah. we need to get those up on the Healing Life Wisdom website so we can make Make them available to our listeners. Of course, liver recipes, and Mm -hmm. um, he has a lot. He has has a thyroid book, so there's thyroid ones. There's um, almost any of the new mystery diseases. There's a there's a tea that uh, herbs that he recommends that we've made into tea blends. Um, Mm. They're really helpful, and they're just full of all the good things, vitamins and minerals. A lot of them have um, vegetable powder, beet powder. different things because some people don't like vegetables i can't believe it but i have customers who don't like vegetables but they'll drink it as a tea with beet powder tomato powder spinach powder at least they're getting something into their bodies Mm -hmm. i also feel like if if people would go through like a really easy liver cleanse i think their palate changes i think they're going to find that they may have lose some of their cravings and may have tastes for other things I think that's a good point because I don't, I don't, I haven't thought about that, but that's a really good point because I know mine have. As I let right. go of different things, I don't miss them. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Six, six months ago, coffee tasted terrible to me. I, I stopped drinking it, and, the next, and I never missed it. I don't miss it to this day. It's like, it just, it didn't taste good anymore. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, Tiffany's always been a really good e- vegan kind of eating person, but I've been slower in my. Um, eating habits through the years, but I've always eaten pretty well. Right, and you know what? I change. My body, I listen to my body. There are times yeah. I have been raw vegan. I've been vegan. I've been yeah. vegetarian. I've been sometimes Aryan. I have been meat eater. Yeah. I listen to my body, so yeah. I don't feel like we have to say I am vegan and right. that's it. I listen to so, my body too. There's sometimes I right. eat things that my body says it needs it, and other times mm-hmm. I go pure vegetarian or partial vegetarian, or whatever, whatever that I know is good food, good, healthy, organic food that heals my body. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to be understanding, that this is so important to eat the good, clean food. I have people complaining all the time, oh, I don't want to spend the money on organic, but you're going to spend it at the doctor and on all those medications and all that insurance when you could heal it with good, fresh, organic food. 
Right. Here, here. Jules, before we wrap <laughs> up the show, is there anything else that you'd like to add regarding your topic tonight, regarding essential oils? Yeah, I just I think that this is um such a blessing and, and I the moon is literally outside of my window right now. Oh, so everybody has I, to go out after the show. Yeah. <laughs> and look at yeah. tonight. It is clip. supposed to be visible in most of the uh, the whole United States, so yes. yes. It's coming up here pretty soon, 6.36 Pacific time. We're supposed to start seeing here in California. Um, But, yeah, you know, I just, I think, you know, just really thinking about what you're putting in your body, what you're putting on your body, what you're putting into your head. Um, That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, just really, you know, taking a breath, taking a breath. And I've had to learn how to breathe. And um, and it all takes time, you know. I am the magical number, um, so they say, of 53. And, <laughs> you know, I think about my journey and just, and just everything. The, the blessing is that I really wanted to be okay. From a young age, I can remember saying, I just want to be okay. And as that has evolved through time, I finally realized, you know, what that means closer and closer. And um, and so conversations like this, real conversations that are not scripted, you know, just real truth, real women sharing. And, yeah. And so okay. I'm here for you. I, I, <laughs> yep. I love helping people. And as I was telling people, telling candy the more we help to heal others the more we heal ourselves beautiful way to conclude uh, tonight's episode and thank you both for joining and sharing it's um i love you both so much i love you too it's been a delight all right thank you okay girls that wraps up this episode of healing life wisdom I'd like to once again thank my beautiful guests, including Candice Lechione, Jules Avalar, and Star Hall Egan, and to thank all of our listeners for joining the conversation. We invite you to follow the show on the Blog Talk Radio website, where you can click the follow button on our show page to receive reminders on upcoming episodes. And be sure to check out our website at healinglifewisdom.com, where you can also sign up for our newsletter and check out our new swag. Healing Life Wisdom Radio is recorded, and we invite you to share the link for this episode with your friends and family, or just send them to our website for the archived episodes. Tune in next week for our book discussion on The Secret Language of Your Body by Ina Siegel. What is Kundalini Yoga and some of the everyday toxins that may be in the food that you are eating? May this week bring you new awareness, healing, and blessings of health and happiness. Let's keep the discussion going. I'm Tiffany Windsor, and this is Healing Life Wisdom. Good night.